Hey, this is Jake Shears of Scissor Sisters, and you're listening to The Grumpy Gaze on Joy 94.9. tribute to this year's Melbourne Cup, given that it may indeed be only the horses. <laughs> Miss Helen. In Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Helen, Scissor Sisters, is it that friend who cuts the yarn for you when you're doing your macrame projects? No. <laughs> but Douglas, I do think mm. we need to address the elephant in the room. How bloody rude, Helen. It's only a few ISO pounds that I do intend to shift. <laughs> At the top of that last song, was that or was that not Mr. Jake Shears? Oh, I know. It was indeed. It was indeed. How the effing hell did Jake Shears end up on our grumpy gaze? Helen, why wouldn't Jake Shears be listening to us? He is and we are extraordinary. And this is, of course, true, but seriously. How did we manage this? 
Helen, there has been precious little else blowing up my ass lately, so pass that smoke. <laughs> Look, um, seriously though, sometimes all you need to do is ask, and I genuinely, genuinely want to say a massive thank you to you, Jake Shears, for the support you give us of Joy, of Melbourne, and of course of our community. And I can assure you, getting your reply the other night absolutely made a very difficult few weeks for me incredible so thank you so so much pets helen you and i are recently pet owners and matt well miss trilly has had almost as many mentions on this show as football does on the evening news she almost feels like one of us well she she's even had a brief stint as a third presenter a few weeks ago when you were <laughs> off dark if you listen back to the show helen and i did a few weeks ago she has more than her two bobs worth to say in the background did you notice that helen i did yes not to mention actually going at my dinner while i'm recording she's quite she's quite the fourth personality really. i absolutely heard her and so we thought that we should have a little chat about the pleasures and maybe even the perils of sharing our lives with other sentient beings. So we'll start with you, Matt. How's your pussy? Miss Trilly. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Mrs. Slocum. Well, a couple of things. One, when we adopted her, we categorically did not want a long-haired cat. So we went to the rescue centre and we found this gorgeous little thing, beautiful little face, very short hair, thought, perfect, that's the one. Got her home. Three days in, she slumped up against the door, bit of a fever, glassy-eyed, a bit like a daddy. And I, th I looked at her and I thought, there's something not right there. So anyway, I took her to the vet and uh, they took her temperature and said, we're going to keep her in overnight, but um, I'm just warning you, I don't think you're going to like the results. Uh, Result that you get tomorrow morning so don't expect too much oh. so I was very I was a little bit heartbroken although I hadn't really bonded with her at that point uh, they pumped her full of antibiotics and within a couple of days she was good as gold but as a result I see I didn't realize she'd been sort of weeks and weeks and weeks being so ill as a result within about two days she just exploded with fur and became <gasps> this long-haired thing that you see today so she wasn't she didn't have all that hair at the start no no she was very very short-haired yeah so yeah, so I've just had to put up with, uh, you know, like, I've got about three cats worth of hair sitting on the carpet at the moment. And, you know, God knows how much vomit. So, but that's, so that's what you do. You just got to, you got to take the cat you get in the end. Anyway, that's my little story. I'll jump in here. I, I'm sure the two of you have heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Since his arrival, Albert Balthazar has reached self-actualization whilst poor bloody Dee Dizzle and I haven't even made it off the first rung. Albie, Bertie, or as I like to refer to him, Satan's spawn, Aww. has in a mere three weeks reached a level of self-fulfillment that mere mortals such as Dee Dizzle and myself can only aspire to. I swear he was obviously a cat during the time of the pharaoh. <coughs> Let me give you a little insight into a typical day in the life Prince Bertie. I arise from my slumber at 5.32am on the dot and require one of my sleep-deprived slaves to carry me aloft from my boudoir where, <laughs> if the mood takes me, I will deign to toilette in an appropriate spot. Otherwise, I play a little game where my overweight and completely unfit and sleep-deprived slave chases me around a very large play area known as an apartment. Where do they get some dodgy territory here, Doug? <laughs> Whereupon... This is about pets, Doug, Helen. You know, <laughs> 
Whereupon I will stop suddenly and relieve myself where I stand. Oh my God. <laughs> being sure to keep eye contact with said slave so that they know that I know exactly what I'm doing. Do you know, throughout this story, I've only just realised Helen's actually talking about the dog. <laughs> What is wrong with you two? <laughs> Albert's day continues. Following some mutterings in a completely foreign language. Oh, God, me too. Hang on. I just, I just picked up on that. Said okay. slave promptly does away with my bodily waste and then carries me back aloft to my extremely expensive duck-down bed on which I am delicately placed to sleep whilst those pesky and might I add very unattractive slaves start to drag <laughs> themselves to the cooking location to prepare my first meal of the day. At 7.30am I arise to face the day and am carried aloft once more to my dining hall where I am served my chef prepared breakfast. Post to breakfast I take myself onto my terrace. My day proceeds quite uneventfully other than me devising ways and means to make the slaves run around picking up my poop eating and of course sleeping in one of my three plush day beds <laughs> following another two meal sittings i decide slumber awaits and retire around 9 30 p.m that is a typical day of prince albert unfortunately all this has led to d dizzle having an existential crisis right <laughs> because apparently albert has let's say more of my personality traits right such as Obnoxious, arrogant, devoid of any emotions, lacking in the need for affection. <laughs> Basically the complete opposite of Dee Dizzle. So her grand plan to finally have someone to be the recipient of and the returner of all her affection is, well, the canine equivalent of me. Two against one. I think it's a carbon copy of JLo's day if you actually think about it. <laughs> Well, look, as for me, I had, as we know, um, a bit of a significant birthday recently, and I decided with the birthday and with lockdown that I would become an aquarist, and I bought myself an aquarium. Now, look, I'm not I'm not really OCD, but a lot of planning's gone into this aquarium, and, you know, you need to do things like you build up your fish stock slowly, you don't put them all in at once, and look, I had a vision. Now, I have a local aquarium nearby, and I have bought a few fish from this local aquarium but my friend for my birthday gave me a voucher and she gave me a voucher for an aquarium currently more than five kilometers from where I live so I can't get there now look I have been to this aquarium it's beautiful and I bonded with the staff when I went there so I thought you know what I need to actually get some more fish so I've got my voucher and I thought you know what I don't like other people actually doing shopping for me but I need to order some new fish and the fish I wanted is this little thing called a bristle nose catfish and I intended to call this fish Douglas. You may be asking why. Have you and been the <laughs> no Matt no. the reason I'm calling this fish after myself is because it does all of the cleaning it does all of the eating and he's a bottom feeder 
Oh, no. <laughs> now look i'm not good at online shopping because i'm fussy and frankly well other people can't be trusted but he you know this lovely lady said that she would help me and i rang her up and i said please 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 i need this fish can you pick a nice one now look these little cute little fish they're sort of ugly cute but they they mm. they got little they're brownie gray kind of color but they also can come with either white dots sort of slightly golden dots and look we had a bit of a bad phone line when we were making this order so anyway that night she said i'm going to drop the fish around to your place because she, she lives quite near me. I was so excited. I had my little tank prepared and everything. And so she drops this fish. I open it and the fish is golden. Yeah. And look, it's not what I wanted because the one I wanted was a brown one. And with the gold, and it's not my vision, Matt. It's not my vision. <laughs> it, no, seriously. Who, who chooses brown over gold? Well, no, but he's like a gold, like the colour of a goldfish. But anyway, look, just, just not. I mean, the, the little brown one's so cute. Just not what I wanted. Right, okay. Now, look, I have this little quarantine tank because you've got to do that. And you've got a little quarantine tank. And I'm still deciding if I'm going to use the military or private security for this tank. But anyway, so I thought... <laughs> It's called called ridges on Bandura. (laughs) (laughs) But look, I put the little fish in this tank thinking, look, I might, I might feel love and um, it didn't work. And I, I don't, I can't love this fish. So look, I I text my delivery friend and I said, I'm really sorry. But the thing is that she only heard on the phone. She only heard golden when I was talking about the spots. She thought I meant the golden version of this species. And I said, no, 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 no. But I chose him specially. And I said, look, this is really stressing me. This fish (laughs) hangs around on the glass cleaning it. Now I know I like a bit of 70s cuisine, but seriously, this thing looks like a prawn cocktail. I hate it. <laughs> and I really hate it. And this was not, I repeat, this was not my vision. So she offered to swap the fish the following night. Now, look, I felt mean. I felt frankly bonkers. Well, I, I just thought... I hope, you're, I, hope you're not, I hope you're not presenting this in front of this fish. I hope you no, can't actually hear what you're saying. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, because it gets better. So anyway, so look, and I just thought to myself, this is really, really, really an insane thing to be bothered by. I thought, who gets nuts about the wrong coloured fish? And so the following night, she came along and she arrived with the new fish and we did this swap. And I did ask her, I said, look, you're not going to flush it or do something awful with this fish. She goes, no, no, no. She goes, I'm going to keep it for myself and put it in one of my own home tanks. Because I said, oh, I'm so glad because I kind of like know where this little changeling is going to end up. But look, she gave me my new fish. I looked in the bag and I instantly fell in love with Douglas the fish. So apparently her fish that she's now got is happy. My fish is happy. And I am happy. Well, she's, <laughs> she's kind of taken in the stray that nobody wanted. Really. I was going to say, I was going to say, she obviously had fish and chips for dinner. Oh no, that's terrible. And it's on no, your head, Douglas. It is. You it looks... shallow, shallow human. It's, being. A, it's actually at the back cleaning her pool. But... <laughs> <laughs> And look, because we are so incredibly benevolent here on the Grumpy Gays, if you do go to our Instagram pages, and as long as it's all right with you, Matt, and as long as it's all right with you, Helen, you may very well find some pictures of our personal prides and joys. You're listening to the Grumpy Gays here on Joy 94.9.